0: to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and Bill G. Today is Tuesday, June the 25th, 2019. It is 8 a.m. in New York, 5 a.m. in Los Angeles, 1 p.m. in London and 10 p.m. in Sydney, Australia. But wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I am happy to announce that The Grass is Greener now has an official rehearsal schedule and we are
1: looking it to the
0: cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) This is good stuff. Like we were talking about before the show, this is where the reality gets real. It starts to harden into that reality. And and Mm -hmm. I know PJ was reaching out to Carissa, who is our um, lead actor. She's playing uh, the lead protagonist in the show, Nance. And Carissa is really, really excited. And I know other people are excited too. So we, we it takes a while. It's amazing how many how many logistics you have to go through, Alex, right? To to get right, all this right. stuff and collecting all of the intake forms of whose schedule is what and all that kind right, of like thing. Right. Trying right. to Was match
1: merge. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. It's just ugh I can't I, I understand now why movie companies, you know, when they make a movie it costs them millions of dollars. Because right. we're just doing this little audio play, and look how much time it's taken mm-hmm. us. You know, we we put. It, yeah. I was looking at our the little spreadsheet that I keep on on our hours. We are now officially over four hundred hours. Wow. Uh, on an <laughs> audio play. I mean, God, how many hours go in on making a movie? It must be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: But it's all good, and it's coming together. And it's getting crazy in the Navy? It's gravy in the navy. Okay. <laughs> Did you sit up at night and work on these? Is that what you do? You come up with some really interesting
2: phrases. <laughs> Listen, as a child, I wasn't allowed to swear, so I just got real creative with stuff. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That works. And Bill, you're quietly uh, waiting for us to come over to you, but how are you doing? Mm. You, you look like you're, well, first of all, you were talking about how the allergies are gone because you used the pendulum to find the right stuff at the store, which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, um, it is. But, but what else is happening? Are you doing Okay.
3: I'm doing great. In fact, uh, this weekend I will be at the American Society of Dowsers National Convention. I am oh,
0: that's right. This has been coming up, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, on Saturday morning, I'm doing a. I'm a featured speaker doing a, um, a talk about using uh, the pendulum to uh, release uh, writer's block, and. Then um, I'm also going to be working at their wellness center uh, doing SRT clearings for anybody who wants to have those. Um, and uh, another nice feature that they're doing at the ASD convention is that you can uh, uh, live stream the entire event. Uh, and the speakers, um, there's, there's wonderful speakers for the entire event, basic dowsing, like water dowsing and whatever, but also using a pendulum to... Do soul retrievals, to to do um, uh, checking out ancient sites and ancient artifacts and that kind of stuff. It's it's really really fascinating. Uh, but uh, for like twenty bucks at uh, dowsers org, you can actually live stream the entire convention.
0: So that's well, kind of cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, good. You, you have something fun to look forward to as well. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's fabulous.
0: So we we actually had a couple of uh, topics that we were kicking around before uh, the show today, and I think we're probably going to get to both of them. But there's one topic we have to get to first. And that is our PR announcements. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, wait before you
2: start. Hold on, I have a I have to say something. Okay. Um, I got a request from uh, a new fan of ours, a friend of mine who's in Japan, and said if you're going to be shouting out the different time zones, she would like to be included in Tokyo.
0: Tokyo. All right. Well then, (laughs) I I I will look up Tokyo right now to find out what time. They're 13
2: hours ahead of us. So what time is it now? It's 8:05, so it's 9:05 p.m. there right now.
0: There you go. Okay, Mm -hmm. 9:05 p.m. So it is 9 9 o'clock or 9:05 in Tokyo as well as 10 o'clock in Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) Right next to each other. No, not really. Well, that's yeah. very true. Sure. Well, we'll include Tokyo. Why not? And by the time we've been doing the show for another five years, we'll probably spend the first 10 minutes doing all the times. So.
2: <laughs> but we know all the time zones by heart now. It'll be great.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Until Daylight
2: that. Savings comes in, and then we got to reconfigure the whole situation.
0: <laughs> Everybody knows how much trouble I have with Sydney time, so, you know, that, that, that argument isn't going to work real well. <laughs> <sighs> But we do want everybody who's listening who is not yet a subscriber to become a subscriber. So that's what this purpose is right here, to tell you how to do that. And it's simple. You just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and right at the top of the page, you will find a nice big icon and instructions on how to do it. Just click and follow your nose, and, and i mean literally the wizard will just do everything for you. you know, so don't worry that you don't know how to do all this tech stuff. All you have to say is, help me, Mr. Wizard, and Mr. Wizard will just walk you right through the
2: Oh, good show, good show.
0: Oh, there's a throwback, (laughs) I'll tell you. And then once you're a subscriber, of course, you have to share the fact that you're a subscriber because that's how more and more people find out about the show as well. And don't just subscribe to the podcast. Come see us on, on uh, YouTube because then you can see us live with the video as well as the audio feed and see what we're going through. You can look at uh, Ox's beautiful ears that she has on every day and the purple background and uh, <laughs> co-hosts and what they're looking like and feeling like every single day so you know join us (laughs) on youtube and subscribe there why don't you describe the the ring the bell process too because you always do that better
2: okay so once you go to youtube you can search loa today podcast videos and once you've done that you hit the subscribe button and once you hit the subscribe button directly next to it there's a little bell and you hit that bell and you'll be notified every time we
1: go live
0: and yeah, that's it. It's just that simple. So thank you for becoming subscribers. Our subscriber numbers are increasing. Mm-hmm. We're getting more and more people listening per episode, and I love it. I just love it. It feels good. I can, I'm only imagining what happens when uh, our, our loyal listeners first will be, they'll be the first ones to hear The Grass is Greener when it comes out. Right, but I'm also right. really, I'm excited about what's going to happen to the subscriptions to The Grass is Greener as that gets out there. Mm. I mean, this first episode, I mean, I don't want to overplay it. I don't want to overbuild it up, but we got a good episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's we do. Good, yeah, you know? yeah. This is one that's going to get people's attention, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's getting exciting. So, like I said, we have two different um, topics for today, but really there's a lot of overlap between them, the more that I think about it. So, Alex, I'm going to let you go first. Tell us what your t- topic was, and then Bill's going to tell us what his topic is, and then we'll see where we go with it.
2: Yeah, because- I'm, I'm interested to hear what the overlap is, but okay. <laughs>
0: well, There's always a little creativity involved in overlap, but That's- the way I look at it is the law of attraction, which is really what the show is about, touches every aspect of life. That's going to sure, create some overlap sure. no matter what.
2: Mm-hmm. And then I guess I could see I could see yeah okay I could see a situation yeah yeah, yeah.
0: It, it just takes a little creativity to realize oh there is some overlap here so you go first tell us what your what your topic is and then we'll have Bill tell us what his topic is and then we'll just go for it
2: okay well my topic is uh friend zoning being put in the friend zone or actually friend zoning someone else AKA curving um yeah it happens to a lot of us.
0: And for those of us who are, you know, ancient in age and have no idea what these terms mean, why don't you describe the terms a little bit?
2: So basically, you may have a crush on someone, but they're not interested in you in that way. So they put you in the friend zone, and there's ah. usually, usually there's no way out. There's no way out. But you it's know, like being
0: in jail, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> More like being in jail with in Monopoly, because like after like. turns you can you
0: know try again this is true
2: (laughs) but yeah so that was my topic
0: (laughs) and you know what that's one that i actually knew very very well particularly (laughs) yeah we didn't have a term for it but we could have very easily because there was a lot of experience going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so yeah that that's a challenging one and then bill what what topic did you have in mind
3: uh the, the topic i had in mind was uh the joys and uh was it? The, the joys and benefits of creative role play.
0: <laughs> creative role play. Now, right. Did you, did you have something specific in mind with creative role play?
3: I was th- just thinking about just games in general. Okay, uh, cuz the- I was
2: going to say you need to elaborate
1: cuz I- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, yeah,
2: cuz when you say creative role play
1: Sorry. No, no, no.
3: Well, I mean, it, we could go in that direction, but we don't need to. See,
0: that's what's so great about English. English is such a multi-valued language; it can mean a lot of different things.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I was, I was speaking specifically about um, uh, knowing when to, you know, being able to relax and enjoy life by uh, through energetic exchanges by playing games with other people and um, most almost all games that you play involve some kind of role play whether you're playing chess or you are going the the whole hog with a uh, like a Dungeons and Dragons or uh, any kind of tabletop role playing Uh, because you can take it to an extreme too because you go to these uh, like Comic-Con conventions and whatever and people are taking it a step further and going with cosplay and that kind of thing, where they are um, uh, basically—I mean, you—you you could call it escapism for some people, but mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it's just—it's a it's a means of uh, expressing their joy. And I, you know, that's—I thought that was something that'd be interesting to explore.
0: Okay, actually, I can already see an overlap between the two. It's, it's, to me, it's like blatantly obvious because anyone who's ever been in that friend zone knows what the true meaning of the games people play really is.
1: Mm, mm. Nice.
0: nice. <laughs> right? Isn't that what that is? That's being yep. played. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it, the only difference is that you didn't know that a game was on, and you don't know what the rules are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But other than that, it's still a game, and, you, and everybody's still playing roles, and nobody's being real. Isn't that the essence of, of the friend zone?
2: Well, I feel like one person's being real, and then the other person's like, um, I'm gonna keep you around because I like the attention, but you have no chance in hell. FYI.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's it's hard out here in these streets. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> yes, it can be heartbreaking. No doubt about it. Yeah, and
2: dating is not for the week in 2019. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I got to the point where I quit. You know, so. Yeah, I quit several times. <laughs> like, no, no, this is too painful. I can't handle this anymore.
2: It's not even painful. It's just annoying. It's like, oh, it's the same cycle over and over.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you do that often enough. It's like Chinese water torture.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: You know, you just have that <laughs> drop of water hitting you on the forehead 500 million times, and after the first 400,000, I mean, it just gets too.
2: <laughs> well, now it's to the point where it's like, oh, I see the drip coming up. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, duck, <laughs> duck and cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes. And I remember vividly. I mean, thank you very much for bringing up this very painful memory, but I remember <laughs> vividly. I what we could
2: like. all do some catharsis today. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs>
0: I remember vividly what it was like just before I met Louise because mm-hmm. I was in, I mean, it wasn't just annoyance. I was in pain.
1: Yeah, I was
0: in serious, serious pain, and that's why I quit. Mm hmm. And fortunately I quit all the way. You know, it's possible, you know how you can quit part way.
2: Yeah, I low key quit all the time.
0: Do you? Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. To me, I was if the towel had been thrown in, I was done. You know. <laughs> and then a month later I met Louise. Which was necessary from a law yes. of attraction perspective. Yes. I had I to let go of all that angst in order for her to finally show up. Right. Um now Interestingly enough, we don't really talk about that when it comes to, you know, playing an organized game. Because that, Bill, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about like right. an organized game where you've got character playing roles. You know, kind of like, you know, when they, when when you put together an audio play, like the, the grass is greener. That's
1: mm-hmm.
0: playing roles. That's playing a game in a sense. Yeah. And in fact, all the players of the game are really excited. So that's how a game should be. But when when you don't know what the rules are, that's when life gets to be a bit hellish. <laughs> Chaos definitely ensues. Now, interesting thing about, I mean, there are lots of different role-playing games you can play. And it's interesting how so many people who play these games look for games where chaos ensues.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: There's a lot of violent games, a lot of angry games. There's a lot of chaos and crisis games. There's a lot mm-hmm. of war games. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, what's video gaming all about? Most video gaming is about destroying the opposition hmm Right. You know? This is not exactly a happy, I'm really feeling good routine. This is a right. I want to crush something routine.
2: Well, it can be, because I feel like as a human race, we all just want to solve problems, and that's why we gravitate to games. You know what I mean? Like, you just want to finish the game and solve the problem and fix the issue or whatever have you.
0: Right. Maybe Maybe that's why I've lost interest in video games. I lost interest pretty early, actually. But... In the last few years, I've lost interest in trying to solve problems, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I've given up on it entirely, but I yeah. realized what a trap that is. Yeah. You know? Well, the,
1: yeah,
3: and, and, and video games are also, I mean, they're trying to make them more social with these uh, Battle Royale games.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Uh, but again, when you look at these Battle Royale games, you know, what's the story? The story is you're living in this dystopic world where the you know society has been completely destroyed yeah. and now you need and now you're fighting for survival you know the hunger <laughs> games that type of thing yeah uh, and and yeah, I think hunger games is what started this whole battle royale yep. game craze in the begin in the first place mm-hmm. uh you know winner takes all One's only one survivor and uh right now the big game is Fortnite uh mm-hmm. and you go to Twi- you go to Twitch and just look up the word how many streamers out there are doing Fortnite and it's just all <laughs> over the place.
2: It's insane.
3: Absolutely insane. Um I've I attempted to play Fortnite once and after about ten seconds I was like, no, this this is not my game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A very healthy decision. Yeah. But I was
3: I was dead in ten minutes. You know
0: <laughs> I mean, ten seconds. Well it <laughs> wasn't so healthy. <laughs> that raises an interesting question, though, because Mm -hmm. so many, I mean, I'm going to look at this from a law of attraction perspective, particularly from the the perspective of being a deliberate creator, somebody who's trying to leverage the law of attraction to accomplish what they want to accomplish in life. So let's assume for the sake of discussion, a person who wants to, they want to attract X, Y, and Z into their lives, whatever that might be. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then they sit down and they start playing a game like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And they they start basically programming their subconscious mind with all of these horrible death like failures.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. What
0: is that doing to your subconscious mind?
3: Uh, not great things. Uh,
0: no, not really. <laughs> You're basically setting yourself up for failure in the rest of your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So why do we do it? Well
3: I well, I personally don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good for you. I like that.
3: Yes. Uh, I, I actually prefer... Uh, when I recommend video games for people, if, if they want to play a video game, I actually prefer sandbox games over uh, Battle Royale games. Now, a sandbox game is like uh, Minecraft,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, where you're playing with a bunch of other people, and you're creating things. You're creating worlds and whatever. Now, mm-hmm. some people... Do like to treat those sandbox games like battle royale games? Yeah,
2: they like to destroy your your property,
3: and, they, and they'll destroy your property. They will, yep. they will kill you or whatever. And then again, it's and if you're seeking a community, if you're seeking people to play with and people to to get to know, um, then you. Um, then you seek out people, you seek out servers that you can go on where it's a, a more of a cooperative environment. My son mm-hmm. likes to play Minecraft, and he mm-hmm. uh, recently found a server. Uh, there, was a, there was a paywall to get through, because um, RT Gaming has this paywall that you have to go through in order to get into the server.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: once he was in the server, they have very strict rules about cooperation, about uh no trolling and um and the server is all about creating beautiful things using the latest version of minecraft and he was showing me around and was and the the level of creativity was just absolutely stunning and you know these are all people working together uh you see another person running along and you and they say hello and they and um and you can actually, you know, chat with them uh, privately, and you can say, "Hey, where are you from?" And um, my son has uh, friends that he plays with online. Uh, one of them's in um, uh, Bulgaria, and another one is in Poland, and another one is. Uh, and so he's got these. He's got these friends all over the world, and they, they when he streams his games you know he's got his own Twitch channel and he's streaming his games they all come on and watch him and they cheer him on and so it um it can be a very nurturing experience where you are attracting friends you are attracting people who support you and build you up and, and like you said the, the flip side can also be true where you're using it to um tell yourself how terrible the world is mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's interesting, too, that you mentioned the word sandbox because oh I, I recall, you know, back when there were actually sandboxes, not, you know, virtual sandboxes, but the real thing, you know. Oh and one of the things that, that kids would sometimes do is, you know, one person would be building like a sandcastle and the other person would come and kick it and destroy the sandcastle. Well, it was actually a great built-in way to, to figure out really quickly who your friends were and who your friends weren't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we're to the point where we're using technology and you know digital apparatuses, so to speak, to make help us make this, the same decisions for us. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, through a server that you you access through a paywall, and and the server has has its own rules built in so that you can just feel safe going in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's an interesting alternative to choosing your own friends, to having mm-hmm. the server right, choose right. your friends for you. Mm. So what but it leads to a question in my mind. Is there what what what's what's the fallout from that? What's what what happens as a result of basically giving that power over to a server? Cat-
1: <laughs> well, um,
3: yeah, yeah it, well it's kind of like having the having a sandbox where a parent or a teacher is watching over it and making sure everybody plays nice.
0: Yeah, we we anyone who grew up and experienced that knows just how worthless that really is.
3: <laughs> and, <laughs> and And actually, you are absolutely correct because there are still people who sneak in to mm-hmm. these servers and who manage to fool the administrators mm-hmm. that they're going to play nice, and the first thing they do is they start trolling people and they are purposely seeing how far they can go before they get kicked out.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plus, you also get teachers or administrators or whatever you want to call them who have their own ideas about how people should behave that don't necessarily match the ideas of the people who are playing in the sandbox.
3: Right. I believe RT Gaming uh, once said about um, Reddit <clears throat> um, uh, uh, forums. <laughs> you go into some Reddit forums. He he said that they seem to be administered by five-year-olds who don't um, uh, who turn it on and off whenever they feel like it, mm-hmm. and kick people on and off whenever they feel like it without any real rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. Reddit is an extremely chaotic environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anybody are. going <laughs> anybody going into Reddit thinking that they're going to have a intelligent conversation is in for a surprise.
1: Yeah.
0: I <laughs> guess it depends on how you define the word intelligent, but right. maybe, yeah. intelligible maybe. But <laughs> if you're lucky, Meaning, <laughs> and, then, and again,
3: uh, and again a, um, a Reddit and these, you know, these forums are, are basically another form of a sandbox. Mm -hmm. where you're going in and exchanging ideas. And and instead of, you know, building a a Minecraft tower or castle or whatever, you are um, talking ideas and you're trying to build each other up and whatever. But then you get the trolls coming in there and just knocking them down.
0: Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what happens. That's why I don't go there. (laughs) What, What has actually happened, I think, is that technology has taken phenomena that have been going on for millennia and condensed it into a world where you can quickly go in and out and do all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it all happens faster. Right, uh, it, is, right. it isn't that there's anything really new going on. It's just, it's happening quicker. It's happening mm-hmm. in a way that you can just zip it and out. Yeah. And I think what's happening, uh, there are a lot of things that are happening, but one of the things that are happening is that people are using that to decide more quickly what it is that they want and what it is that they don't want. Right. And interestingly enough, a lot of those choices have to do with choosing dysfunctionally
1: right.
3: well my, my favorite type of games are uh, are and will always be tabletop games
1: mm-hmm. uh,
3: where you're actually with another human being where you can pretend for a little while i mean it's just like playing pretend uh, where you're pretending that you're somebody else for a while and you um, and you find people who or like-minded, or whatever, you can play with your spouse, or you can play with a with a friend, and um, and you're working towards a common goal. And what's really fun about a lot of the new tabletop games that are coming out? I mean, I'm not just talking about Dungeons and Dragons or whatever, but there are also board games where you're all on the same side, where you you know these are cooperative games where you're not working to beat each other, you're working to beat the game.
0: Mm-hmm. So now so, uh, I have a question to ask Alex. Mm-hmm. For, well, actually, it's two questions. The First part of the question is: Is there a game out there that emulates the friend zone? And secondly, if there isn't one, should there be?
1: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, we're 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 taking friend zone and and saying it's a bad thing, but it can also be a good thing. Like I have specific people that once the I mean it's 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 how it is in, in my life. Like I have categories of friendships. So mm-hmm. if you're in the friend zone, no one has ever gotten out in, and moved to the boyfriend zone. Like I don't pick from that pile. Mm-hmm. But I know initially when I first meet you, okay, we're gonna be friends. Mm-hmm. And and that that's it. You may have something else in mind, but not over here. And mm-hmm. but I but I'm also very honest, so I let you know that like I'm not interested, so let's just, you know, we're going to remain friends. We're going to hang out in groups. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're stuck
2: with me for life. Like, it's great. But um, I am going to call you about my boy problems just to let you know how much of a friend you are. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, it, <laughs> some people can handle it. Tell
0: well, it. I know the flip side of that. because I, you know. Well, have, but I know. I
2: do, too. I've been through it.
0: Remember when I was talking about how a month before? Well, Mm -hmm. the reason I was in such pain was because I was in the friend zone with somebody who didn't want me to understand that I was in the friend zone.
2: See, that's the worst. That's not how how the game's supposed to be played. First of all, we shouldn't be playing games at this age.
0: (laughs) Rules? There are no
2: rules. (laughs) There's also no crying in baseball. (laughs) That's right. know.
3: But then, no, no the, uh, the, the, there are rules, but they just keep changing.
0: They keep changing. Yes, true. true. <laughs> and the rule maker doesn't tell you when he's made a change in the rules.
2: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but now there's so many different subcategories with with, this, with situations. Now you have yeah, um, you have friends. You have friends with benefits. You have it, it, it's it's a mess. It's <laughs> it's hard out there. And then it's like once you're friends with benefits, I feel like you can't go into a relationship because it's like, mm, I'm having my cake and eating it too. Why do I need to like lock you down? Like what's the point?
0: Well, I could answer that. My mm-hmm. wife is my best friend.
1: Right. Well,
2: that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I'm saying you don't start out with saying, okay, we're nothing but friends, but you know what? We can hook up every once in a while. Like that's not, that's not conducive. That's not gonna, that's not gonna work.
0: We were much more fragmented than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we were having trouble just you know connecting on the first date, so I mean right. it, it wasn't right. anywhere near that well cohesive and well organized you know
2: <laughs> right, but you guys started out dating though you weren't you weren't friends first that's what I'm saying,
0: but even the date wasn't it wasn't really a date it was just let's meet because you know we didn't have social media so we couldn't see each other's video and so forth, so it was our first time to just kind of interact it wasn't right. it, it right. wasn't a date date it was just like mm-hmm. who are you, who am I all that. Kind right. of thing. Right. And, and we still didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had to follow the three date rule in order to actually find out who the other person was. Right, right. (laughs) So, I mean, it's a, it's a muddy world. It's a, there's, there's a lot of mud, there's a blood and guts, and there's pain and sorrow, and there's joy, and there's everything in between. Mm -hmm. Welcome to reality. Welcome
3: to
1: life. Welcome to life. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i and I think more people who find themselves in that friend zone are people who uh you know especially younger people who are who go to the same school from the time they were in kindergarten all the way through high school mm-hmm. then they and they find that you know they're friends with all these people you know because you know you're basically all growing up together yeah and then when you get old enough to start wanting to date and you're like, Hey, I can date you, and they're like uh-uh no, no, I know you too yeah. well. I know you too well. <laughs> yeah. I, rem- I remember when you were that little kid picking his nose. No, 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 yeah, no, exactly. no, no. Yeah, so
2: exactly. We used to take baths together. That's not going to work.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I see
2: you naked. We may have been six, but I see you naked.
0: <laughs> well, um, there's so many people with body issues.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Because I I remember when I was in high school, um, uh, when I was getting to be, you know, uh, sophomore, junior, senior, I wanted to date more. And every girl in my own class that I asked said no. And so I started to date from people outside of school because I happened to belong to this uh, fraternity that, that that was the entire state. And so those girls I didn't know. And so I could date them. And so you know,
0: there's a whole role playing thing right there, right? That that's big time role playing because the only way that I can be involved with you is if I don't know anything about you, right? So you just play whoever you're going to play. I'll play whoever I'm going to play, and let's see if it works.
3: (laughs) I, I went to like four, five, or six proms because I was able to go to all these different schools. Because, you know, these, these girls I was dating weren't, weren't from my own school. And then, you know, when I go, went to my own prom, and I'm bringing this strange girl with me, and I'm like, who the hell is that, you know?
0: <laughs> Bill was thinking outside the box as early as high school. I have to
2: give him credit for that. I mean, yeah, you, you got to do it. You prom is, like, an amazing thing. So if you can go multiple times,
1: it's good times. Well, I mean, there
2: were only two schools in my in my area. But, well no, it depends on if you went from town to town. But yeah. In my there were only two high schools in 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 my town. So two proms. That was it.
3: Yeah. Well, I was in the, the fraternity I was in uh we had to I had to actually dress in a tuxedo pretty often because it was mm. uh it was masonic related. And so I owned my own tux. Mm-hmm. So for these well, girls yeah, for these girls that and also these girls were were rainbow girls, so they all had gowns already. They owned yes. their own gowns because they had to do this for their for their thing. So, we already had the outfit. So, there wasn't a whole lot of you know, whatever. If I needed a date for my prom, I would just ask one say, "Hey, can you would you, would you want to come to my prom?" And all we would do is coordinate the flowers. <laughs> and that was <laughs> That was such a simpler time. <laughs> it was a simpler time, and so we already had the outfit, so we didn't have to, it. Didn't cost a lot of money. It just mm-hmm. it was just the cost of going to the prom. We go, we have a great time. We 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 say goodbye, and that was it. And you know, in these and the relationships with these particular girls that I took to my proms, they weren't serious relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. They were
3: just. It was just a. It was just the date.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want y'all both to when we're done here to google prom 2019 and see how <laughs> see how the outfits have changed.
1: Oh and yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I'm talking customized dresses, customized tux to match the customized dress, okay? Um there was this one this one I saw this uh this it was a lesbian couple and they had coordinating uh matching dress and matching uh pantsuit, but it was like it was champagne colored, mixed with pink, and it had all the rhinestones on. It. I was like, "Okay, girls, get it." But yeah, <laughs> it's it's a whole different ball game. Like prom so is so is there, expensive.
0: So is there now a TV show, "Say Yes to the Prom Dress"?
2: There should be.
3: There really should. be. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I mean, they had that show, "My Super Sweet 16, and that was like this. That was as close as you got.
1: So so, no. what
0: does somebody do who i I'm gonna kind of equate what Bill and I grew up in as like the impoverished version of prom, <laughs> yeah,
2: like did y'all take limos to your prom
3: no, no. but some people did some people yeah. did yeah and, you know some people went the whole hog, some people you know, and also they had some people had after parties and whatever yes. i didn't Spend I didn't go to the way. after party. <laughs> Aww. I didn't go to the after parties. It was just it was going to the dance, dancing, eating some food, going home. <laughs> Boo! <Yep. laughs>
2: the after parties is where all the fun is at because that's where and, all the supervision is has dispersed.
3: And uh, and in two of those six proms, the girl broke up with me right after the prom was over. <laughs>
2: That'll happen. That'll happen.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay, all right, date's over. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> that, was basically,
0: that, that was basically where my confusion began, actually. Mm-hmm. Prom season? Yeah, prom season. I, uh, th- th- I was... Well, th- I'm going to prove that I was a geek, actually, now that I think about it. I I was working in the computer lab. Now, this is 1973. Wow. Right? wow. Th- this is like Computers barely existed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we actually had access to the State University computer. Mm -hmm. And So, you know, I I was doing time sharing on the computer, and I was trying to to write this program. I was was actually trying to write a game that would play cards, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, The most I ever actually got to do was to actually build a deck, but, you know, that was progress.
1: There you go.
0: (laughs) But anyway, I was in there, and this this girl comes in, and and she's sitting next to me, and I'm engrossed. And when you're programming, you're focused, right? So I had no idea that anybody else was in the room. All of a sudden, I feel this warm breath on my neck. I'm like, whoa, what was that? You know? Mm. She's looking mm-hmm. over at my father. I said, who are you? Oh, I
2: hate, I hate that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she introduced herself. Her name was Kathy. And she got talking to me. And looking back, I realized I was, I was the mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Not the mark.
0: <laughs> I was the mark. I, I was the target. And oh, for whatever boy. reason, she decided that I was the one that she wanted to go to the prom with. So mm-hmm. um, it, it started out with, the, I mean, I, I was barely even ready for a relationship. And here she was trying to get me into a full-blown relationship.
2: Those are the ones you got to watch out for.
0: And... I mean, it was getting hot and heavy. Mm. We're making out at her, at, at her parents' house, which is also very uncomfortable and awkward, very, very awkward. And her parents seemed to be okay with it, which was really strange. And then come the prom, we go to the prom, and she never spoke to me again. And spent the rest of the time in high school badmouthing me.
2: Yeah, that's high school. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, you know, messed me up for the next twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I learned
2: saw- early, back then, you got to learn to let things go, but I was probably on the other side of that,
0: so... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so much that I wasn't willing to let it go, it's that I didn't understand what I was letting go of.
2: Right, right.
0: Right.
3: I mean, well, you have to understand answer. that
1: to let it go.
3: Yeah. I had no clue what was going on. Now, all I knew was, what the bleep was that? <laughs> well, she saw you there in the computer lab, and she was like, I am guaranteed he doesn't have a date. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. And the guy I wanted to ask is already going with somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: all right, it's two weeks before prom. Is we I got to go pressure. to prom.
1: <laughs> that one.
3: I'm going to go over yeah. that one. <laughs> and I don't care if I think he's ugly. I don't care if I think he's, like, not for me or whatever. I'm going to prom. know,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pickens get slim two weeks before, let me tell you.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, this wasn't even two weeks, this was about two months before. So she, oh, was, wow. she was planning well in advance. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but talk about role playing. Mm-hmm. This was a role playing game with no apparent rules. Yeah. No. With no apparent object of the game. <laughs> I
1: had no well, idea. We were well, playing. no, on
2: your side, there was no rules and no object of the game. She knew the rules and she knew the object of the game. The Absolutely. object was to go to prom and get rid of this dude.
0: <laughs> but, but that's why I use the word apparent because there was no uh, clear signal. There was right. a, no, nobody had ever clued me in on what she was doing.
3: You know,
1: mm-hmm. yep. but at,
3: actually, you know, a cool thing though with prom 2019, I believe, is that, and you know, I've seen some of those pictures, and I'm mm-hmm. actually surprised to see how many people go to prom by themselves. Mm-hmm. You're
2: surprised? That's like a whole thing.
3: I know it's a whole thing. It's great. You, I, you don't bring awesome. sand to the beach, man. Just, yeah, it, you don't, you know, uh, but there used to be such a social stigma right, going right. to prom mm-hmm. not, and not have anybody with you.
1: Yeah.
3: Which is and, why
0: proms were under attended, by the way.
3: Right. Mm. So, you know, all these people refused to go because they couldn't find dates or they weren't ready to date or they or that uh, they just thought the whole thing was just ridiculous. Yeah. And now you can actually go to prom without victimizing the poor computer geek. <laughs> and you can, you can you can go and have a good time and not have to hurt anybody's feelings along the way
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I course, think it has that a doesn't lot of true... I mean, I, they, I think, people still hurt yeah.
0: feelings all the time oh, right? Yeah. oh yeah well, like, they've lost the opportunity
2: <laughs> Well, I think with the whole going by yourself at prom com, comes along with um, people becoming you know their true selves so it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's harder and harder. Well, simpler these days, but you know, back in the day if you were gay or transgender or whatever, right. it's harder to find a date.
1: So, why not
2: go by yourself? So that's that's where it all started. And then and now every everybody's got somebody. So, you can go by yourself and we hang out with your friends, you know? It's it's great.
0: Right. But it's it's got to be more confusing in a sense because now there are many more examples to look at that say, "Well, they found somebody, why can't I?"
2: It's not your time yet. Yeah. <laughs> your time will come. No, yeah. nobody find. I mean, I'm not gonna say nobody, but majority of people don't find their their forever person at 17, at prom. No. It's not. It's not how it works.
3: <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness.
2: <laughs> I mean, it does happen. It does happen. It's oh
3: yeah career, my it my, parents, my parents did go to prom together. Uh uh-huh. okay. <laughs> Yeah. But that I also know that that is the it, very rare exception. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Except in certain
3: audio plays.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler <alert. laughs>
3: But they didn't. But they didn't make it though. It, it didn't. See, it, ah, it,
1: spoiler. that's <laughs> right.
2: Y'all are terrible. Y'all are worse than me.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. This was. I thought I, I thought we did this was discussed in detail in previous episodes.
1: It well, probably was. Them, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but for the new audience.
3: For the new audience. Yes. No more yeah. spoilers.
2: No more spoilers. <laughs>
3: But you know
0: as well as I do, spoilers are fun. That's why you did your program spoiler alert.
2: True, true. Spoilers are fun.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, it's for me personally, I need to know everything. So, and I need to know it right away. Like I'm the type of person to watch the show and then I stay tuned for the coming next week. You know, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to see. Whereas my mother's the opposite. She's like, No, nope, I'm done with the episode. I was like, What do you mean? We gotta see what happens next. And <laughs> well, she just turned. She deleted off the DVR. I was like.
1: <laughs> How
2: do you not want to know? <laughs> so then I have to go Google it because now it's on my mind. <laughs> mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep.
2: Oh man. It reminds
0: me of what uh, one of there were, there were these two guys who were my marketing gurus. They taught me a whole bunch about, um, particularly online marketing, but marketing in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they would teach, and 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 they were not your mainstream marketing teachers. They they kind of taught. Weird variations, let's put it that way. Out of the box. Out of the box, very much. <laughs> out of the box. One of the things that they taught is if you have something that you're selling, whatever it is, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. um, a program, you know, a video series, whatever it is, mm-hmm. give the audience everything that's in it except for the one piece that they need in order to make the whole thing work.
2: Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Which is really cool. Yeah.
0: But I mean, talk about spoilers. I mean, you spoiled the whole thing. You, you, yeah. you, here's everything you need to know except for that one crucial piece.
2: Yep. I've recently experienced this with um. There was a guy who was who was selling secrets to how to catch a man, and I was like, all right, let's see where this rabbit hole goes. <laughs> So, so you click on this and you watch this 10 minute video and then, but he doesn't explain it just yet. He's just, he's like, are you this type of person? Are you this? Do you attract this type of people? And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but get to the part where, that I need to know. And it's like, okay, now at the end of this 23 minute video that you just watched, if you pay 29.95, I will email you the secret. It's like, none mm-hmm. oh, of a biscuit.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yep. Got me again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, he wasn't gonna get me. I don't fall for stuff like that. Like I know what I'm doing. Like, he did I'm, get you.
0: He got you to listen to 23 minutes of it. I mean,
2: that's true. He got me in a different way because I was like, all right, let's let's find out how deep this rabbit hole goes. I gotta know. I gotta
0: that know. was 23 minutes to get you know figure out how to get your email address and get you onto a list and get you to approve this other stuff you oh, wanted. Oh no, I,
2: I didn't go that far. I was like, nah, son, it's not happening. <laughs> not <out> happening. <there>.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too savvy for him.
2: No, because you will end up in my spam box. Stop playing.
0: <laughs> so. Here are all we just came up with like four or five different examples of role playing.
1: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, so, Bill, I got to ask you, what do you need an organized game for? It's not, it's not <laughs> like there are no opportunities out in the real world.
3: <laughs> well, actually, well, the, the the great thing about an organized game, though, is that you're able to role play in a safe environment.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Well,
3: everybody should have their safety word. I mean, no, no, no. No, I mean, actually, what I mean by that is, uh, say you want to, you want to, um, do a role play with a, um, actually there's, there's two different types of role play that you can do in a safe environment. And one is, uh, playing a tabletop game
1: Mm -hmm.
3: where you, for, for a short time, you can be somebody else Mm -hmm. and, and live somebody else's life, usually in a, in a horrible chaotic world. You obviously
0: have not played tabletop games in certain family situations.
1: Okay, because Monopoly has
2: been ruining families since 19...
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like that TV commercial. I can't even remember what the product is, but they've got this this famous fighter-type character who's sitting at a table with a family, and the game isn't going his way, so he wipes the the degree of the game. (laughs) (laughs) I win. (laughs) I win.
2: It's like you haven't played Uno in a black family. I guarantee it. And it, it shows.
0: <laughs> okay. See, that's yeah. what happens when you live in Vermont. You. you live too sheltered a life, you feel.
3: Well, we, we do have a game shop who does a tabletop night uh, almost every night. Mm. Uh, and, you know, they do, uh, they do Magic the Gathering. They do Pokemon games and whatever. I mean, whatever you're into, you mm-hmm. can meet other people who share that interest. Mm-hmm. And you can play a game together, and sometimes you can be friends with these people sometimes you're <laughs> just playing sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's sometimes the extent of your friendship is the uh is just the the playing of the game
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and it's it's a nice little mini community it's a nice little escape from the world. The other type of role playing game you can do, which is a little more involved, is uh larping, which is uh live action role playing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Where
3: you where you actually get dressed up in a costume. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You go camping out in the woods and you um go through these it's it's like um improvisational theater without an audience where you are both the audience and the player at the same
2: yeah. time. Yeah. It's like the King Richard's Fair on ten. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So right. this, this is the next generation Renaissance Fair, is what this is. Oh,
3: and actually, Larping's been going on for decades.
2: Yeah,
0: um, yeah.
3: Um, and it's not all
2: Renaissance; it's anything. It's anything. anything.
3: I mean, there's Vampire the Masquerade you can play. Mm-hmm. There's um, where uh, there's these uh, groups that uh, rent out um, hotel suites or entire floors of hotels,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and they do murder mysteries. Yep. And they, and so that's another form of LARPing is, uh, Murder Mystery Nights, if you've ever done mm-hmm. that with your friends. Yep. Where, again, where you're playing characters, uh, in a, in a story, and with Murder Mysteries, it's very one-shot where, you know, at the end of the night, you're gonna find out who done it. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, at some point at the, at the game, you stop it and say, okay, everybody write down who you think done it, and why, and there's clues all over the house and you have to talk to people and, and you know, do your little role play thing. And it's a it's a nice thing for friends to get together to do something that doesn't involve talking about religion or politics or anything like that because you're playing you're doing something that is you're playing a different character. You're playing somebody who is not yourself. And so a lot of those social barriers that get in the way of a cocktail party or whatever, because I hate going to cocktail parties because, again, people are, are role-playing, but they're pro- trying to role-play themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Or what you and, want, what they think you want,
3: yeah. What they think you want, and, and it's, it's very awkward, very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Um, I would prefer to go to a murder mystery night or to do a tabletop role-play or something like that because then a lot of that um, you're doing the same kind of game playing, but everybody knows it's pretend mm-hmm. and so you can get to know somebody a little bit, but then when it's over, then you can say, "Okay, now the barriers are down we, you know we were we were playing a game, and uh yeah what what's your real name?" Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Now, we've explored quite a few aspects of these two topics, and there is quite a bit of overlap between them. But now I want to go back to law of attraction. I want to go back to deliberate creation. And I want to, I want to ask a really basic question. With all of this information in mind that we've been touching on here, there, and about throughout the show, how do you now go about attracting the kinds of friend relationships, non-friend relationships, or just role-playing, game-playing relationships that you want to have.
2: I think you just set up your own boundaries and, and know what you'll allow, what you prefer, what you don't prefer, and what you'll allow, and that puts people in different categories.
3: Right, right. Like, like um, you know, like the LARPing. Um, mm-hmm. Some people can take that a little too far. So what mm-hmm. they do in the, very, in the beginning is they, um, they set up safe words for everybody. So there's a there's a safe word that everybody knows from the orientation because there's the in the beginning they say okay these are the rules of the game and this is the safe word. If so, if somebody's role playing a little too heavy for you and you're getting uncomfortable, because the idea is to have fun, and the idea is not to you know make you uncomfortable. So there's a safe word. So you use the safe word when you are feeling uncomfortable, and that way we can we, you you know that that's you you crossed a, a line. Or you're getting very close to a line you need to you need to back off and so from a law of attraction perspective again if you're one if you're moving to a new city or you move and or you're trying to find um you're just you're in a new place where you don't know too many people you don't have many friends this is a great way for you to meet people and to have you know friends who share the same interests that you have and then you start opening up networks and, ide- and people exchanging ideas and whatever, and maybe one, of those, one or two of those can turn into a romantic thing, most likely you're going to have people who you're going to put into the friend zone, which is fine because people don't go to these things to look for romantic relationships first right. day. They're going mm-hmm. there to find people who they can be friends with.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's fact, a key point.
3: And in fact, people who have romantic relationships within games, like if you have a game night with a bunch of friends and two people start dating, it, it usually it ruins, it ruins the game.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, because it's especially usually...
3: if, if they break up or whatever, then they've come, like if you're doing a, a D&D campaign where you're meeting once a week for three hours and you're playing a game and two of your players start dating each other and then they start having a fight, and then you, and then where they break up or whatever, you've destroyed the campaign. Now you've got to start all over again, and that mm-hmm. makes everybody mad. So so you want to keep everybody in the friend zone. Everybody's in the friend zone here. We're, we're here playing a game. We're not here to have relationships here. We're here just to enjoy ourselves and enjoy each other's company and play a game together.
0: And I think there's a higher-level message in there, too. With the higher-level message is... It's the same message that we have with anything else we're trying to manifest, and that is stop trying to manifest it. Mm. Right. We have this tendency as human beings to want to make it happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we will take any opportunity that comes along to try to make it happen. And my rec- advice, my best advice is don't do that. Yep. Right. <laughs> Trust the way the universe works. Trust the way the law of attraction works. Trust the way your inner being works, and all you have to do is put it out there. Whatever it is that you're trying to attract. So if you're trying to attract a friend, just put it out you're trying to attract a friend. Don't go nuts. Don't, don't, don't go nuts. Don't, don't don't take advantage of of the fact that you have this organized game and oh, now you can get over next to this other person that you're interested in, so you can become a friend with them. No, don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Go to enjoy
0: the event. Go to enjoy the activity. Don't go there with an agenda of trying to find somebody, whether it be a friend, a lover, or anything else. Don't don't do that because yeah. all you're doing is undermining your own ability to attract.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. there are other venues for
0: that <laughs>
1: yeah it's like, it's uh, like, there, I'm right not sure right. there are to be honest
0: I mean I know that there are plenty there, you know there, there's everything from tinder to you know anything on the no board.
2: no I was going to say facebook groups
0: facebook yeah I mean there's all this stuff out there but yeah. my point is any of them that you go to any of them mm-hmm. if you're going there in order to find somebody you are yes. undermining your own process Right. yes you're undermining it. That's the key lesson. You gotta mm-hmm. let go of all. You have to do is just put out, put it out there that you want it, and you are done. Yeah. Right. That's all you have to do, and then just go out there and enjoy. If you can go out there and just enjoy, then the person will show up. Right. Yeah. Until you so let you
2: go, you, forget it. You don't have to go out there and do the most. You
0: nope. Don't. No, and that's the real big lesson. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And and that, I think, is is why uh, – that's where I saw the overlap. When I I heard you guys talk about the topics, Mm -hmm. that was it right there. Because Mm -hmm. role-playing games are all about playing the game. For the fun mm-hmm. of playing the game. Mm-hmm. So often we turn it into an intense thing like, I've got to find this right person and I'm going to play the game in order to find this right person. Mm-hmm. And then right. the friend zone, the friend zone is all about somebody who's being too tough, too, too rigid about, I gotta find the right person. So you put them in the friend zone because it's safer over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so they end up in a place they didn't want to be in the first place. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw the overlap.
1: So. Right. Yeah.
0: All right, well then uh, we got a, a few minutes left. I'm going to give each of you guys uh, a chance to tell me or to tell us uh, anything more that you're thinking of or why you thought your topic was better, or whatever else you want to do.
2: With it. <laughs> was better
0: <laughs> <laughs> This is a competition you have 30 seconds. Good luck.
2: <laughs> well, I was actually going to pick up on what Bill was saying about larping because this, this is a huge theme that goes on in um, on in uh, supernatural. Because oh. the uh the two main characters to get to the bottom of whatever the monster of the week is, they have to they have to role play. They have to they sometimes they're police officers, FBI agents, um medical um uh, what do you call those? Examiners, medical examiners. They mm-hmm. they play all kinds of roles. Sometimes one time they played priests. I mean it <laughs> and then there wasn't one episode where they actually did uh LARPing. They went to a LARPing um there was there some monster or some fairy was killing people at a LARPing event. So they had to go to that. So that was, that was really good.
1: (laughs) The Death Fairy. Yeah.
2: Well, she was being controlled by someone who, who was taking the LARPing a little too far. Uh And so he was, yeah, he was magically making her kill other people. No spoilers, you know,
0: (laughs) Very different than they used to be. That's all I can say. Yeah.
2: Well, if you can control them if you if you know what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, even Tinkerbell has has evolved over the years. Tinkerbell used to be this little flashing light. Now she's like this manipulative little fellow, you know, little, little person who goes around and messes with people's relationships. It's like, whoa, what happened to Tinkerbell?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she didn't mess with people's relationships, okay? She tried to help
0: you obviously haven't seen the same movies lately that i have
2: oh, i'm not talking about movies i'm talking about once upon a time
1: oh
2: okay. <laughs> yeah. he was trying to help regina and regina was just like no no i don't want to fall in love i know that's my soulmate, but
1: i don't care
0: <laughs> i mean the latest thing with with uh peter pan is that she was in love with him and, and uh, she was trying to drive wendy and everybody else away
2: Mm-mm, no that's not the true story now
0: Hmm. Well, it may not be the true story, but it's what they've turned it into.
2: <laughs> that's, like you gotta get into once upon a time, I'm telling you. It's a whole okay. different ball game. It's a whole okay. game. You'd enjoy it though. It's it's wholesome, but then it's like devious a little bit. I like it. <laughs> and then it's like the characters build upon other characters, but you're familiar with the characters, so it's great.
0: I love it when you bring in wholesome deviousness, that's really great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well Bill started it with role playing, I'm just
3: saying. Yeah.
0: So, Bill, is, is it all your fault truly?
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> I it, must, it must be, it must be. He didn't
2: specify what kind of role playing we were starting off with. And then he started saying no, no. safe words, and I was just
1: like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> 'm not ready <laughs> but, you,
3: but you know that's a, that is a form of role play too, because yeah, people it is. Um, it is it is a form of role play because mm-hmm. especially for people who feel disempowered in their lives and whatever yeah. or who feel like they've got uh, too much power or whatever it it's whole yeah. reversal it's whatever it it's it's too um it it it's a you're still
2: acting out your fantasy no matter what it is you're still acting
3: out your fantasy yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and and there's nothing wrong with that um as long as it's not it's understood that this is a game that you're playing a game and that the person you're playing it with is a safe person to play it with
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That the person you're playing with it is not going to take it so seriously as to say, "Okay, this is now real life." Yeah. Because that's not what you play games for. You play games right. in order to move away from real life for a little mm-hmm. while. Maybe you're going, you're using it as a form of therapy to help you with your real life.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and a mm-hmm. lot of
3: people use role play games for that. Yep. So, like, if they're, say that they're going through life and they're being, um, a, you know, they're constantly being a victim or whatever, they will play a role of a hero mm-hmm. in order to get a feeling of what it means to be feeling empowered yep. within the context of the game. And then they can go back to their normal life and say, wait a second, I, I know what it feels like to be mm-hmm. empowered because I played that in the game. Maybe I can incorporate that in my game, in in my real life.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I think it sounds really complex to me. The old method of, of sitting in a sandbox, making your sandcastle and having the other kid come over and kick the sandcastle over told me really quickly. I didn't want to be friends with him and done.
2: Well, I personally <laughs> yeah. stayed away from those outdoor litter boxes. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about germs even way back then. No. Nope. Nope.
3: I guess so. Hey, yeah, it- Minecraft is a lot safer hygienically.
2: I mean I keep it all the way safe the only game I play is Sims.
3: Okay. That but that's another I sandbox come a long game. a the
2: way because because back in the day I was like the queen of Sonic and uh, Mortal Kombat. But Mortal right. Kombat's on a whole nother level now. I can't I, it's too gory yeah, yeah.
0: for me. <laughs> is, is Sims still a, a thing? I, I know it was really yeah. years ago.
2: Yes,
1: big, it's still big a thing. Time. Yep. It, it's
3: actually evolved into another sandbox game where you can yeah. actually play in 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 uh, servers <laughs> and communities.
1: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've, I think we've covered everything possible with games. I <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that we're missing is the song Games People Play, but other than that, you know, we're there. So, right. Right. thank you very much, guys. Thank, we didn't
2: this, pay for the rights,
0: so <laughs> This is a lot of fun, though. I enjoyed this. This is a good conversation. Very mm-hmm. wide-ranging, covered a lot of stuff, and and lighthearted. It was great. So yeah. thank you very much. And thank you to our live stream listeners. who were actually pretty quiet today, but they were there. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well, because they're the best. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.